What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for today, Simon Villanos. And this is Request Part 36. So, so far, thank you so much for all of the support. Remember, if you want to request a player, make sure you leave their name, what position they play, what school they're from, and their highlight reel. You know, we're looking for around two to three minutes of highlights there so that we could uh, potentially make a good film breakdown of that player. Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it and talk about Almarion Bell, the 6'2", 235-pound running back slash linebacker uh, and defensive end from Jefferson High School in Rockford, Illinois. He is currently a junior going into his senior year, class of 22. Now, most of the players we're going to talk about on this episode, uh, well, really all of the players on this episode, do not have any offers. These guys are the sleepers in the country the type of guys that you know even after their senior season may not even have as much hype as they will but these are players who are quality and you know have a lot of potential moving forward and that's exactly what Almarion has uh right here for Jefferson High School he's a sleeper type of candidate who could contribute to a team on the next level let me go ahead and talk about him right here. Uh, at, right off the bat, he's a power back. You know, at 6'2", 235, he made a pretty significant jump, I want to say, from his sophomore to junior year. And it shows, man, you know, he's a powerful back. Probably one of the most powerful backs we've ever done a breakdown on. Um, just straight up, you can't arm tackle this guy because he will break it. He has a very strong legs, you know, runs with a good pad level and is very balanced there. So you got to either tackle him straight up or gang tackle him. Half the time, even if you gang tackle him, that doesn't even... Um, it really doesn't even guarantee you taking him down because he's just that big of a dude and just that big of a force on the football field. He's that kind of dude, that kind of running back out there. Um, along with that, along with his power and just raw strength, he has a nasty stiff arm. You know, with that stiff arm, he really does have the ability to put whoever in the ground whenever you know it's it's just powerful man like he would just throw it out there and he would just flatten a dude with his arms and so that's just a testament to how powerful this guy is you know he's he's a beast to bring down and so you really got to corral him in or you know he could rumble for a few more than you'd like Along with that, though, you know, for a bigger guy, he does have some pretty good agility and footwork. His footwork is solid, you know. Um, he's not just a big dude who just rumbles up and down the field, you know. He has shown some quickness here and there. Uh, I wouldn't say it's elite or, you know, great, but it's good, I would say, above average. And he's somebody who moves pretty well and could uh, use that agility and quickness to find his blocks, find his openings, and then just hit the hole as hard as he can. And so that's a really good combination to have going into his senior year here, and I'm excited to see uh, bigger runs uh, out from him. Also, you know, he has some pretty good vision. He has solid vision, I would say. Uh, you know, he could work his blocks and be a very efficient runner, and for somebody with that size who may lack some of that top-end speed for him to be a home run hitter, um, that's not a bad thing at all you know being efficient is never a bad thing anyways so um that's something that's definitely one of his strengths you know he reads the holes pretty well and you know just hits it as hard as he could and then uh, i did mention that he played a little bit on defense linebacker defensive line uh he's not bad you know he he shows some potential there but 
uh, in my opinion, I do think he could probably be better on the offensive side of the ball. He could probably be a weapon on the offensive side of the ball, but doesn't mean he can't play on defense. You know, there's definitely potential there. So he has the versatility. He could be a really good special teamer as well. So just keeping that in mind, but something in my opinion that really translates from defense to offense is that he just has powerful hands. And so in my opinion, when I see that just with, you know, his raw strength and the agility and all that great stuff, I think he could be a very good blocker on the other side of the ball. Honestly, somebody that you'd love to have as a lead blocker just to lead the way and clear the path because I really do think he could be one of the best in the country at doing that. But, you know, that's just my opinion and that's what I saw in the film. Now let's talk about, I guess, some errors of improvement slash some concerns. Like I said before, his top end speed is not the best. In my opinion, it will probably hold him back just a little bit. And, you know, I don't know if there's much you could do there. I think he's worked pretty hard, and I don't know if he could get significantly faster, but that's okay. And so, to get, I, to, I, I guess, to supplement the lack of top end speed, I'd like to see him work on just becoming more explosive in short bursts, you know, and continue to work on that footwork. A quick, strong, fast footwork back can be a force to be reckoned with and we already saw a little bit of that in his junior year and even a bit before but <clears throat> i think his senior year what i really want to see is a more refined version of that somebody you know who knows he's not the fastest dude but he's quick he has great footwork he has good vision and he's tough and he's just a strong dude who's just gonna run you over one-on-one when given the chance and so for our I'll marry in here. And by the way, if I'm saying your name wrong, man, I really do apologize here. Um, feel free to come on to the show and correct me, and we'd love to interview as well. But anyways, uh, for him here, I think he could be one of the best power backs in the country if he really works on that footwork and continues to get quicker and just be quick and explosive in those short bursts, you know. Getting a good five or six yards a pop. It's never a bad thing because eventually that wears down on a defense. I could see a lot of defenses, you know, just getting tired having to tackle this 6'2", 235 monster of a back over and over and over again. So for him here, for Bell here, I'd like to see him really just uh, work on that uh, and be a more refined version of that. So he could be a workhorse back or a better workhorse back for his team. Another thing that I'd like to see for him here and these next two things here um that i have as air improvement slash you know airs of concerns these next two things are things that i want to see him work on and put in his film for next year because i really do believe it'll help out his recruiting 100 percent and hopefully get him some good offers and you know we did have a conversation he did talk about you know he's not really sweating it if he doesn't get the offers he wants who either go to an hbcu or hit up a juco you know he's open to either of those things and i think either of those uh paths are very good and you know feasible paths for him here and he could potentially be a star on that juco level as well which could earn him more playing time and obviously more scholarships and scholarship money moving forward but anyways these are the two things i really want to see here number one would love to see more blocking film if he can be a dominant run blocker in my opinion, or show that he could be a dominant run blocker, in my opinion, he could make a fantastic fullback or tight end. And look, 
it's hard to come by six to 235 pound or 230 plus um, just athletes who can move like him and who have just great raw power, you know, all together. And, you know, those are the type of guys that you need at fullback and tight end to be those glue guys, the guys that do the dirty work so that the offense could get out there, succeed, score, and do all those things. But to be honest with you, in a lot of systems, without those type of guys, it doesn't work. You need a good lead blocker. You need somebody who could get down there and just crack the heads of the first defensive guy out there and then go ahead and hit that next level so their boy could, you know, get a big run. And... You know, I think if he could really show that he's just a dominant blocker, you know, he could potentially get some D1 offers, potentially. Uh, probably FCS type of offers, but, you know, that's that's just something I want to throw out there. I think that is probably one of his biggest keys to success moving forward. Another thing I'd like to see him work on, but in my opinion isn't as important as, you know, becoming a more dominant blocker, um, is that I'd like to see him work on his receiving ability. I did see a couple catches here and there, which isn't bad, you know, it shows that he doesn't have bad hands. Uh, at least he has average to above average hands, so that's a good thing. But I'd like to see him make more contested catches and just show he could be a reliable pass catcher. Like I said, on the next level, I could see him be a very good tight end or fullback. And, you know, if you could catch some of those balls and be a security blanket for that quarterback on the next level, along with a great blocker, he could potentially be, you know, a very, very, very key part of any FCS D1 offense in the country. And that's just in my opinion. And obviously, you know, you still have the running ability there. He's somebody who could be a red zone threat um, as well as a runner. And so... You know, we preach this all the time on the podcast. Versatility is everything. Be as versatile as possible, especially when you're trying to get recruited and go to that next level. And, you know, I'm going to preach that again right here. He has the power. He has the athleticism. He has the size for it. I think adding that versatility is that next step and could make him into a force to be reckoned with. Somebody that you got to look out for, um, you know, on those Saturday nights um, at whatever college. You know, I think he could be very successful at a lot of different colleges here. So we'll have to see. Either way, best of luck to him. You know, he's going to enter his senior year, and there's a lot of work that he could potentially show off, and there's a lot of football to be played. And so we'll look forward to seeing that happen and seeing where he goes. So there you go. Coming up next, we're going to hit the defensive side of the ball for the rest of this episode and, you know, talk some linebackers here. Coming up next. Alright, welcome back. So right here, we got Gabe Booker, the defensive end slash uh, linebacker slash running back from St. Mary's High School in St. Louis, Missouri. He is 6'2", 235 pounds, but he is currently a sophomore, I want to say. So he is class of 23. So let me go ahead and talk about the things I really love about Gabe Booker here. Number one, this is the thing that popped off the screen. And, you know, if you're a coach scouting or looking at this dude and maybe wanting to, you know, offer him moving forward, um, the thing that really stood out is just his fantastic size and athleticism. He has a natural blend of speed and power that you just do not see every day. You know, he has flashed the ability to completely 
shut down the run if he is not double teamed because of his athleticism. You know, he's somebody who is most definitely a sideline to sideline type of guy, um, and has shown that you know he can put go head to head with uh, linemen and blockers straight up. Like I said, his athleticism. A1, you know, moving forward, there's going to be a lot of teams looking at this guy and saying, dang, man, he has D1 athleticism. And I would have to agree, because he does. You know, he just has raw athleticism that allows him to almost do pretty much whatever he wants out there. And that's dangerous for a defensive guy to have, especially for a sophomore to have at 6'2", 235, to be able to move the way he does. That's wild to me. It really is. Another thing I really liked is that he just has good production off the edge. Um, my opinion has good footwork pass rushing. Don't say that a lot, but you know he does. He has shown that he can be a good speed rusher as well, uses using his speed to get around those uh, offensive tackles, tight ends, and just beating them out and uh, getting pressure on the quarterback. He does that kind of a lot. Honestly, you see that kind of a bit. He has also shown that he's strong enough to hang with those offensive linemen. And there are flashes. Like, it didn't happen a lot, I would say, on his film. But you could see them on that brink. If he just had one more second, you could see them on that brink. But there were definitely times where it looked like he could easily overpower offensive linemen just by ball rushing. Like I said, you didn't see that a lot on his film. But, you know, just with the few clips that I saw where it was there and whatnot, and he was just getting pressure, you could definitely see offensive linemen kind of struggling to hold this guy back, you know, because he's he's pretty powerful. And so um, that's definitely a good thing there. You know, just having that strength in your back pocket, you know, being able to overpower a guy, you love to see it, you know. And I think with more refined... Um, just, you know, skill work and pass rushing moves. He could potentially be throwing some of these offensive tackles with ease pretty soon here. So we'll just have to see. Another thing I really like is at times he did flash uh, just using his hands well and getting separation. You know, there are a lot of guys with this size and athleticism who, you know, just kind of throw their body into it and they don't use their hands well or if at all. And, you know, they let blockers get their hands on him. But because they're so athletic, because they have the speed and the power, they shrug him off. Now, it will work at you know, sometimes um, on this level, I would say maybe even on the college level, but moving forward, you need to get that consistent separation or, you know, good blockers are just going to put you in the ground, no matter how athletic you are. All of that being said, you know, Gabe here is a heck of an athlete with fantastic size and frame. You know, he has, in my opinion, D1 athleticism and, and size. You know, he could be a threat for sure. And this is a guy that you got to keep an eye on moving forward because he he could pull a fast one on a lot of offensive teams that don't or on a lot of teams on offense that don't do their homework. So just throwing that out there. Um, but here's some things that I'd like to see him improve on. Like I said, he is an underclassman, so he has plenty of time, plenty of football, but I need to see these things for him to really reach that potential. And I think he has a very high ceiling at that. He could be a BCS, um, or sorry, an FBS power five type of guy. So, you know, we'll just have to see there. But the biggest thing that I need to see more of, uh, is that he just does not always get that leverage. 
and it shows. You know, there are times he gets stood straight up, and on a lot of his film, it's rare that you see him beating double teams or taking on blocks with efficiency. You know, the athleticism is there, like I've been saying, but it needs to be refined. He needs to get that leverage. Get 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 low, you know. Get in that get into those pads and just manhandle some guys. And, you know, it starts with getting that good hand placement and all that and being consistent with that. If he does that, he could manhandle a lot of dudes. No cap. He could do that. Um, but he just doesn't get that leverage at all. Or I, w- I shouldn't say at all. He doesn't get that consistently, and that hurts his production, I would say. You know, while we're along those lines, um, I would also love to see him form uh, more pass rushing moves and just use his hands overall better so that he can get off those blocks quicker. And that just goes with using his hands and um, getting that leverage, you know. I think if he could develop some go-to pass rushing moves and use those on a consistent basis, he could be a huge threat moving forward. So uh, we'll just have to see about that. But I think that's probably one of his biggest keys to success. And honestly, you know, because he doesn't use his hands as well as he could and doesn't get the leverage, it shows. And he misses out on opportunities to get turnovers or sacks because he is being held up and is a slight step slow. And it's not because he's not a good athlete. It's because he's not as a refined a defensive player as he could be right now and so i think that'll come along and whatnot but i need to see that develop for him to really take that step forward and take his place as one of the best in the entire country like i've said um you know despite having that raw athleticism i'd like to still see some overall improvements to just how athletic he is he can be potentially one of the best athletes in the country with where he's at right now. And, you know, you just got to assume that he continues to take that trajectory uh, progression wise moving forward. He could easily be one of the best, but never hurts. Just getting stronger, getting more explosive. And I would say think short bursts. So speed, strength, you know, quickness and all that. Think short, short bursts. You want to get strong. Um, and powerful and you know be quick in those type of ways because as a defensive player you don't have to have a great top end speed that's just you know don't don't waste your time working on that work on being explosive in short bursts i think that's something that'll really help him out moving forward lastly here um you know this probably won't be the biggest issue moving forward but like i've always said like we've always said on this podcast versatility is really everything and so I'd like to see him drop into coverage and just see how he fares, you know, in a zone or um, or in a man-to-man type of situation. Didn't really see any pass coverage film, which is fine. You know, he's an edge rusher and all that. Also a sophomore, so didn't expect to see a lot of that. But moving forward, I'd like to see him, you know, take on some tight ends, running backs, maybe even some slot receivers and just go one-on-one, you know. Having a guy who could cover is never a bad thing, so... I would work on those things as well, those coverage skills uh, moving forward. But I think, I guess, short-term wise, work on the leverage, work on those pass rushing moves, um, work on using your hands on a more consistent basis, you know, be quicker with that. Uh, boxing could help with that or Krav Maga, you know, take a look at those. And then after that, uh, athleticism, improve that, continue to get better each year. That should be a given, but 
I'm just going to throw that out there. That's definitely the second be- biggest thing that he should be working on. And then third is having those pass coverage skills in your back in your back pocket so um so that you can be a versatile defensive player on the next level altogether i think gabe booker is a very underrated player out here you know from st louis missouri that's not bad football at all they play some good football down in missouri and so i'm really excited to see where he goes with that and i do think he could be one of the premier defensive players in the country if he puts in this work and does the things that, you know, I say that he needs to work on. It, it, at this point, it's all refinement, right? Athleticism's there. There's some guys who need to work on their athleticism, get stronger, all that great stuff. I think he will. And, you know, with where he's at, he's going to be in a very good spot. To be honest, right now, you know, if he was a senior, I would say just work on refining those skills. Because I think his athleticism really could hold up on the next level. That's just me, though. So, best of luck to Gabe Booker. Would love to see uh, him continue to develop and get better. Coming up next, we're going to talk about our first player from Alaska. Alright, welcome back. So right here we got Ian Richter. He is a linebacker, class of 23 from Anchorage, Alaska. He's over at Diamond High School. I do not have his height and weight as of right now, but I'll make sure to include it on his TikTok whenever that releases. So we're going to switch it up and go ahead and talk about some, I guess, airs of concern, uh, negatives, things that he could really work on slash things that I'm just concerned about in general. So number one, the biggest area of concern um, is just that his film is limited. And part of it is because it's Alaska. You know, his school out there isn't exactly like a powerhouse or anything, I would say. And, you know, it's also Alaska. And, you know, this doesn't affect his game per se, but recruiting wise, this is pretty tough. First off, it's hard for recruiters to get out to Alaska anyways. So the more film, especially quality as in like, you know, you could tell who's out there and it doesn't have to be like 4k but like you know it's it's quality film like it you could see people out there um also you know quality film as in him doing his thing out there uh the better right because really when it comes down to recruitment and all that you gotta have a good film you just in general you always do but especially when you're out in in alaska or even hawaii that's another one right you gotta have good film. You gotta have film that you could give to a recruiter and be like, "Hey, this is me." Put your, you know, probably put your five or four uh, best plays on there first, so that you really pop out, and then the rest should be stuff that you know are things they're looking for. But because of that, I mean, you know, and he's a younger guy anyway, so I don't expect him to do it. And he's kind of doing it on his own, I would assume. So there you go. But, you know, you got to have good film there. And so I'd like to see him, you know, really put together some some more film moving forward. And I think he will. Last season was obviously a COVID year. So, you know, there you go. That's a little bit of a wash. And I also want to say it was his first time getting varsity snaps. So moving forward, he will have more film. So I'm not super worried. It's just something that I feel like I need to throw out there just so that he knows because it'll help his recruitment more than anything. Now back to his game, um, number one, would like to see him work on his top end speed, acceleration, all that great stuff, so you know, really hit that leg day, work on just, um, you know, holding that speed, having good acceleration and all that great stuff. I want him to work on that top end speed because I want to see him, you know, be able to hang 
with skill position players and show that he could be a good cover guy as well. Um, I feel like he's pretty good against the run and he's a good tackler and all that stuff. That's good, but you know, in this game, you know, uh, football is very much becoming more of a passing game. That's just where it is. That's where it's been going, really. And so, as a defensive player, you got to cover. As a linebacker, you got to cover um, is all I really got to say there. And so, I'd like to see him, you know, work on that speed and all that stuff so that he can, um, you know, hang with those guys and show he can make some plays, get some interceptions out there. So, there you go. Another thing i like to see him work on is that... Um, I like to see him use his hands. He just doesn't use his hands as well as he can, in my opinion, if at all. And so I'd love to see him consistently get that separation by using his hands, get the leverage on linemen. Um, the potential that is there. Like, he's not like a weak player by any means, but he could potentially manhandle blockers better and, you know, be a better pass rusher if he can use his hands better. So... There you go. You know, block shedding and pass social moves never hurt anybody. So, um, you know, continue to work on those, refine those. Boxing and Krav Maga. I don't know if he's heard of... Well, he's probably heard of boxing, but not maybe not Krav Maga. But those two things, in my opinion, really help with hand speed, hand power. Um, it's things that defensive players in general no matter where you're at uh, need to have you need to have quick hands and so i think doing those things getting to those things could really really help him moving forward so there you go and the last but not least level of competition is definitely concerned you know alaska football isn't the best and so in my opinion you know to kind of I guess help Lad out is uh, he just needs to have big games against the best in the state and that'll help his recruitment you know like I said I talked about him putting together film and quality film at that having big games against some of the best in the state against some guys that you know is getting recruited already that'll help you out because then you know you have some cross recruiting there you know recruiters will see uh, your game against the guy they're trying to get and then maybe they'll pick you up and so Moving forward, you know, uh, each game should be a big game anyways, but those are the games that I want to see him kind of prioritize to a degree. Not too much, but, you know, just keep in mind like, hey, okay, it's go time. I need to be on my P's and Q's. I need to do all the film work on these guys. Um, because really at this point, I think as good of a player as he potentially could be and can be moving forward, uh, recruitment's going to be one of his biggest hurdles to jump over. And so he needs to be good about this. And I'm glad he reached out to us as a sophomore because he has time. That's the important part. He has time. So there you go. Uh, but let's talk about positives real quick here. Uh, number one, he's a high motor guy. He's always flowing to the ball. No matter how many people are there, he's going to be there as well. Effort is not an issue. He's somebody who could definitely clean up as a linebacker. You'll love to see that. There are linebackers that don't put out as much effort as this kid does. And so that's something that I want to see uh, continuously moving forward. Uh, he does flash some good raw athleticism, like I've said before. Specifically, his strength and agility are exceptional. There are some very good things there that he could work off of. And then he has shown versatility and can be productive coming around the edge. He does play a lot of inside uh, linebacker, I would say, but... You know, he can move outside and has shown that he can pressure the quarterback. And that's really good, you know, to be a guy that could be an inside-outside type of guy. And so, all big strength. So, 
moving forward, I'm excited for Ian Richter here. I think he could be a heck of a player, um, but I also think that to be a heck of a player, to get those chances on the next level, he needs to make sure that, you know, he works on that recruitment, you know, be intentional about that. But at the end of the day, you know, if you could ball, you could ball. And so if you're a great player, you could walk on anywhere and earn a full-ride scholarship. Just throwing that out there. Coming up next, we have our last player. We're going back south to Kentucky. He is a, another defensive player. Coming up next. All right, welcome back. We got our last player here, David Mendez. He's a defensive line slash guard for John Harden High School in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. He is a junior, so class of 22. Um, and he is 5'8", 215 pounds, and so you know what? I'm going to actually start on the airs of concerns uh, right off the bat. So, look, I know he's extremely undersized for a defensive lineman, and honestly, I don't know how much more he will grow. But even if he does grow, this is what he needs to do for him to, you know, continue to, to develop and get those opportunities to play on the next level. Number one, I believe he needs to switch to linebacker. He has the speed, he has the strength for it, and I think he just needs to make the switch sooner than later so that he could have a chance on the next level. Um, you know, being an undersized linebacker, you know, 5'8", that's kind of tough, you know, it's hard to be a defensive lineman at 5'8", just because your arms are a little bit shorter and all that, and... Look, I don't know, man. I, I really don't. And so, if he was to play linebacker, like middle or outside, I'd feel better about it. Ideally, it would be middle. I think that's probably his best fit here. Um, but either way, he just needs to make the switch. Because it's hard for me to see a lot of schools looking at him and being like, Hey, I, I, I want this 5'8", 215-pound defensive lineman. He, as of right now, he might be an NAIA, maybe a D3 guy. Maybe. Um, but maybe not even on scholarship. Probably as a walk-on. And so... I want to see him, you know, be used to his full potential. And, you know, I don't think switching to linebacker will be the biggest learning curve. I think he needs to just get in there, get a, get a good number of snaps and plays and games, and he will eventually look pretty good. And I could see somebody offering him there. So there you go. Um, I think that's just the biggest thing altogether that he needs to do. You know, it doesn't really have much to do about his game, but it will change how he prepares for games, change how, you know, what he prioritizes when he's working out and all that stuff. And so that's kind of why I'm suggesting it now, because right now, you know, he has some good skill, but... I can't quite get over the 5A215 part. And, you know, look, I'm not even going to lie. I played at 5A215 my sophomore year of high school, sophomore freshman year of high school, give or take. Um, and so I get what it's like being kind of a smaller guy. And so I had to make that switch to from defensive line to linebacker, eventually to kind of a box safety type. And so for David here, you know, the sooner the better with this switch. So there you go. If he does switch, which I think he should, he needs to work on that coverage ability. I feel like he has solid speed and agility, but he could continue to work on that. He needs to be able to cover somebody, whether whether it's a tight end, uh, running back, you know, some receivers. 
he needs to be able to cover somebody if he's going to switch over to linebackers. So, there you go. Work on those coverage skills. Then, uh, speed-wise, you know, he could work on that all around. I think he has a very good strength, or good strength, so I'm not as worried about that. But if he could work on just speed and agility, you know, that's never a bad thing. I think that would help him out as he transitions. And then, I've mentioned this a lot on this episode, but I'd like to see him develop just quicker hands and just be a better hand fighter. You know, with shorter arms, it's hard to execute pass rush moves as well, because if you just got a guy with longer arms than you, then he's just going to hold you at bay, um, whether you could get those pass rush moves in or not sometimes. And so, it can be difficult to execute. So, all I'm really looking for are quick, strong hands, and I think that could help him a lot. And so, like I said before, you know, boxing, Krav Maga, those are two sports that'll help you get stronger hands and faster hands and you know you need to have those fast hands so that you could slap those arms away and be able to pass rush block shed efficiently let me go ahead and talk about some strengths here because you know i did talk about him having to make the switch and all that and i think it will do him some good but uh the reason i want him to make this switch is because there's some things here that show me that he can be a good linebacker so number one i already mentioned it he has good uh strength for his size he gets good leverage and is consistent there that's something you don't see out of guys who are much bigger than him and you know that's kind of a trope that you see or i guess stereotype you see from um, from football players in general, you know, the short defensive lineman with uh, good leverage. You see that a lot. And so David has that, and that's a good thing. But, you know, move to linebacker, and you could use that even more. Has solid speed and agility. Um, I noted down here, you know, right away, he could definitely play linebacker and be comfortable at that. I could live with him at linebacker pretty easily there. I uh, wouldn't say he has, like, fantastic blazing speed, like he's a whole, you know, Tyree Kill at linebacker or anything like that. But it's good enough for him to make the switch, in my opinion. Uh, another thing I really like, great motor, plays with a lot of effort or passion. I guess <laughs> I guess that's another stereotype or trope you see out of smaller players. But, you know, you love to see that as a football coach. You need a guy who will just fly all over the field. David Mendez is that guy for you if you need just an effort guy just to clean up out there. So there you go. He's also not afraid to take on double teams or bigger opponents at all. In fact, pretty much almost everyone's bigger than him anyway, so there you go. But having that fearlessness, having that confidence in your own ability to just be like, all right, man, it's time to play whoever football. Whoever's in front of me, I'm going to whoop your butt and, and humiliate you and beat you. And if I don't, I'm going to get your next play. And he has that mentality, or it seems like he has that menta- mentality, and I love that. You know, I really do. And so, um, you know, moving forward, you know, having some of those intangibles are things that coaches are always looking for. And there are a lot of players out there who, you know, they have great athleticism, speed, size, or whatever. You know, whatever. They have all that great stuff. But... They're missing the things that truly make a great player, in my opinion. And, you know, coaches pick up those guys because they feel like they can motivate them and all that. Because that's not, you know, athleticism will always bail somebody out. You know, having great size will always bail somebody out. There's no doubt about that. Um, But, you know... That could be a struggle sometimes. And so, David Mendez here. I think he could be a great player. 5'8", 215. I like the 215. Don't quite like the 5'8". But... Like I said, if he moves to linebacker, he could be somebody who could potentially get some D2, D3 offers um, and, you know, get some good money, you know, have his education paid for. And at the end of the day, that's what matters, you know. 
all of these players that we break down, first things first, they're all in high school. Well, most of them are in high school and middle school. Um, going pro for us, you know, for us at the podcast, helping them go pro is not exactly our priority. Our priority is helping players reach that next level. College is that next level. Being able to graduate, get a degree you want, you know, that could be life-changing. I got mine yesterday, literally. Uh, today's May 9th. Got mine May 8th, a whole year after I supposedly graduated. I got to walk, and so that means everything. And, you know, um, no matter what, getting that scholarship means something. And so don't be afraid to take those chances and really bet on yourself there, David, if you're if you're out there listening to this. And as always, you and everyone else on this episode are welcome onto the show sometime. But anyways, that'll wrap up this episode of the Playmakers Corner Podcast. Thank you so much for rocking with us you know we appreciate all the support that y'all have been giving us uh we are currently going through our request list and all that and so we will be getting to some of these players that we kind of put on hold uh for a minute here because we wanted to get all of our seniors in but just so y'all know moving forward in terms of class of 22 colorado players that's completely on hold we're not going to cover any more of those until we do our top five rankings next year Next year, as in, I guess, next season, um, slash a little bit of next year, too. But, you know, there you go. So, yeah. Thank you for rocking with us, and we'll catch you later.